0: Poker Edge, live. Hey everybody, welcome to Tournament Poker Edge live, brought to you by TournamentPokerEdge.com. I am here with Jonathan Wien, also joined today by Dan Witcher, a.k.a. Bourbon for the Win, who's done a nice popular series of videos for the site. How you doing, man?
1: Doing pretty well, man. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. Just uh, happy that you allowed us to interrupt your beer pong game for a minute to do this podcast. Yeah,
1: I mean, I busted the main event, and uh, had a lot of chips, and kind of lost them all somehow. Yeah. So, so, so uh, beer pong's the... I was playing beer pong, a solution. No, <laughs> do not suggest it to the children out there. <laughs> it's not the solution. Go to your local church. <laughs> <laughs> stay, in <school. laughs> and stay in school. Exactly.
0: So we'll uh we'll jump to the main event here in a minute, but I guess before we do that, uh should ask um, you know, how long have you been in Vegas? What have you been up to? What have you played and how has it gone pre main event?
1: Well I, mean, I just got into Vegas on Wednesday night. I uh played some cash with my buddy De Palma, who I'm staying with on Thursday at the Rio and lost some money there. Yeah. <laughs> Went to the sports book. Made some bets, lost some money there, and uh, I, I made fifty dollars in slots. So I love Wheel of Fortune slots. As oh, Ween knows, I mean, I play, that's all I did in AC. It <laughs> was playing Wheel of Fortune slots.
0: This is my favorite game ever. So this and, is where uh, this is where Ween's infatuation with the Wheel of Fortune comes
1: from. Yeah, we, we played that last night.
2: <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like I don't like. Gambling. I love getting spin. It's
1: <laughs> probably the best thing that could possibly happen in life.
2: Yeah, but when it comes to those video slots, I used to, I'm infatuated by them.
0: Yeah, we uh, looked like an like a crack addict when he was playing that Wheel of Fortune machine. I mean we we split our buy in, I guess you could say, for the machine and we almost hit three million dollars, which would have been kinda of Yeah, it's like three point two million, so you're like who needs the main event? I like, just yeah. play Wheel of Fortune.
2: <laughs> and we hit like uh two like the first two and then we missed the third. But we made like one and a half times our buying back, so we were done. Did you guys get
1: spin a lot? Did you ever get the spin? That's probably the best thing ever. Yeah, we actually got we had spin twice or three times? Twice. And you always yeah. get, like, 25 credits. So like the most, the 7-
2: lowest, yeah. We have 14 75 but it was a was dollar machine. Good.
0: That Mine was a dollar machine, too. Yeah, And we had just yeah. eaten dinner, so <laughs> it basically paid for our dinner. So That's what good. mine did. I
1: went to Rayo's with, actually, the palm and it. it. was pretty good. Nice. But, yeah, so then I played the main event on day one. I was going to play day one B, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot that it was a Tuesday start day, so I switched it to Day 1C, which I apparently shouldn't have done. But, um, I mean, I don't, I don't mind how I played, I just had a lot of chips, but...
0: How was, your, uh, how was your table?
1: I had, I didn't recognize anyone, there were a lot of cash game players, a lot of young cash game players, um, who obviously knew what they were doing, and um, they were all on my right except for one Spanish kid on my left, and another 2 plus 2 kid, I could just tell those kids right. who they are <laughs> um, on my left. But um, then the rest there was this there was this old guy that was absolutely crazy. He would raise, basically at like 153, raise to 1300 every hand, and he and one caller, and he just bet 5k on every flop. So <laughs> this guy has all the chips at the table too. But I got a lot of chips off him and some some fun hands. And uh, so the table was good overall. I had pretty good command of the table. I was the most aggressive player at the table. Uh, I, our table was actually insane. Like we probably I probably played. 30 or 35 pots over 20K, probably 25 to 30 pots over 30K at the table. Not me, myself, but right. the table was absolutely, like, very aggressive. So it suited my style, but it just didn't hit hands when I needed to. Just didn't work out. Huh? Any uh, any interesting hands from sort of a strategy standpoint
0: that you think would be worth talking uh, about?
1: Well, there was one hand where this new internet kid sat down. Uh, I don't know who he was. I can just tell he's an internet kid. And uh, he sits down. He raises... Other guy to my right is a cash game player who I'd play with a bunch of pots with already called. Uh, This is at 153, so it goes 800-800. I call with jack-eight suited of spades on the button. And uh, the flop is queen-nine-four, I believe, one spade. Uh, Internet kid bets out, other kid calls, I call. Turn is a six of spades, so I, I backdoor flush draw. The, the internet kid thinks for a while and checks, so I'm pretty sure he's a queen, he just doesn't really know what to do into two players. The other kid thinks for a little bit, he's really aggressive, bets about twenty nine hundred, and I probably have twenty two K behind Around roundabouts. I make it seventy one forty or seventy one fifty, I can't make it forty. Uh and the other internet kid just tanks forever and folds. And this is like second hand at the table. Wow. And then the other guy snap folds said of jacks. So I show, he's like, show one, I show an eight of spades. So then the kid just gets super tilted, and he's like, I can't believe you did that. I should have won this hand. I would have called him, and I had the best hand. What are you doing? I go, I, was like, I don't know what I'm doing, man. So basically, <laughs> they, the rest of the day, like for the, la- the next three hours, he didn't play any pots. He just sat there and just didn't play. And I don't know if he was just not aggressive or not, but it basically shut him down from playing pots just by showing that eight of spades. Wow. Because the rest of the table already knew how I was playing, I just wanted to show this kid that... You know, and then the other the people at the table were like, welcome to the table, man. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> so that was one part I played, just to get somebody on tilt that I could see was, had an idea of what he was doing, as right. far as just his body language that people give off, and just, you know, the way they carry themselves, you can tell, and their best sizing just in a few hands, you could tell if they have some idea what they're doing. So I wanted to put him on tilt, and he didn't play hands, and he tilted pretty hard the rest of the, the, rest of the day, actually.
0: That's interesting. You know, a lot of people always give you advice, like, never show hands, but...
1: I showed one card, too. It's like the eight of spades on a on a, a six, four, queen, nine, two-spade board. Like, what could I have that I'm, you know, calling <laughs> flops <laughs> with? And he just got so maxed. So obviously, like, ace, queen, or king, queen, or something. That's so great. So, just to take him out of his element, you know, welcome to the table kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I showed one card, the eight of spades. That's awesome. So, not to uh, bring
0: up the the bad side of the tournament, but do you want to discuss the... Bust out hand or, or the hands that led to the bust out?
1: Uh yeah, there's a lot of hands I came to, I went into dinner break with fifty-four K, so I had a lot of chips. I there were a couple of hands I put that one Spewa guy, uh where I had a flop top pair and he would just keep betting five K and I would just keep calling and I'd value bet rivers every time against them and he would never fold. So basically you can just pile rivers and um there were a couple other hands. I had Kings, got four bet, called the four bet. And uh, he led flop, and I raised flop. And he, the cash game player actually like a jack high flop, and I uh, and he folded. and He said he had ace king. So there were, there were a couple of interesting hands. I was chipping up, chipping up, and then I got back from dinner break, and just everything went wrong. Like every time I three bet someone, they called, and I just everything wasn't working. I had a hand where I made a bad call with like third pair, and he had he uh, had second pair. And there was another time I played a big pot where I would ace jack. Of hearts in the small bun. Like, uh, internet kid raised, uh, three callers. I call in the small bun. A lot of times I'll squeeze there, but I've been playing so aggressive, I just didn't seem to get many folds, and I don't want to play out of position too much there against right. you know, four people behind. And my hand's pretty disguised, and the strength of it is pretty relative to the people I'm playing against in my image. So the five is Jack 5 4, Rainbow. And our, and, yeah, Rainbow. And uh, I check, it Goes check around. Uh, nine of clubs so it's jack nine of clubs and uh, actually two diamonds on the flop so five four diamonds jack of clubs nine of clubs now I lead guy calls um river is a queen and I decide to value bet cause I'm, there's I can't the only queen in this range I can think of is queen ten um and if he has that, I mean, good for him. But there's a lot of jacks, a lot of nines in his range, that so he's not folding just because I'm barely in flush draws there. Just the way I've been playing against this guy is another internet kid. And he rolls over queen three diamonds. So that was like a 15K pot. And then the downhill swing just went from there. I have three-bet a guy with jack eight. Four, he min four-bet, I called. It was a jack high flop. Um, yeah. The same cash game player that I've been going to battle with for entire table basically he was a he's like a high stakes cash game player i don't remember his name but i could just i've seen him on tv before um fob was jack high and i mean he let out and i called and the turn was a king and he, he barreled pretty quickly and i i tanked for a, probably i don't usually tank live much i mean ween's watched me play
2: <laughs> i've yelled at him before i like yeah.
1: usually like make decisions really quickly but i tanked for like three minutes on his hand and I just watched him and uh decided to fold and he said he was gonna tell me what he had after. I'm pretty sure you would have folded if I shoved. But I only had like 13k behind when he bet 11k on the turn, and uh,
2: uh, minimal fold equity.
1: Yeah, I mean I was in position, that, and the reason I called with a jack eight there is not the hand before that, or a couple of hands before that. He'd four bet me as well, and I called with kings. So my entire, and I'd said to him, I'd had table chat with him. I said, dude, my entire three bet range I'm calling with because you min four bet, right? So I did the same thing, and last time I told him I had kings, so I know he... He was definitely thinking I was capable of having a huge hand there, and I was playing a position. That's what I was playing it as, but that turn king was just so bad in, for his range of hands to four bet me there that I decided to actually fold. Yeah. And uh, now I look back and I wish I would have piled there. But that hand was like 20k pot, 25k pot. Um, and then the last hand I played of the day was at two four. Guy raised under the on the gun plus one to 950. Got four callers actually, and I'm in the big blind with king eight of clubs. I call. Flop is queen of spades, two clubs, four clubs. Uh, I check. Guy bets like thirty-four hundred into five K or whatever is in the pot at that point. And you had how many to start the hand? I had twenty-one K to start the hand. Um, so there's not much. I check raise to eighty-two fifty. Yeah. Uh, and he tanks forever and shoves. And I call, and his king queen, which is the absolute worst hand oh, I can be yeah. up against. So my king out's gone. I mean, I thought I would have like 48%, you know, at worst. But he has got the king, queen, and I river king, but it doesn't matter. I brick. Uh, so yeah. that was like a 48K pot, and that's how I busted. So there's a lot of things going wrong. I got rivered like four times for big pots, you know. And not, not big pots, but like 10K pots add up to big pots when you're losing 5K at a time.
2: Yeah, it's funny when everyone, like the main event's, you know, two weeks long or whatever total, but there's such a chance you bust day one. I mean,
1: yeah, 67% of field made it yesterday, yesterday, you know, so 30% of people are busting every day.
2: Yeah, over 30% bust on day one. I mean, it's just, it also misses levels. I think I said this when we were talking the other day. I'm not sure, maybe mm-hmm. I didn't, but there's no 75-150 That'd be
1: level. So, 75-150 needs to be a level in the main event. It really? Does I, know that. I didn't know there was a And no
2: there's 75/150. no 100-200 with a quarter ante. Really? It goes, it goes, uh, does it start at 51
1: yeah, start starts at 51. 51, 1-2,
2: 153, yeah.
1: 153. How the there's corner. no 75-150, <laughs> it's such a level that you have to have in a deep-stack tournament, I think, too, like in the yeah. beginning. But, yeah. I, I mean, they have to get the tournament done sometime. Right? Yeah, yeah,
2: it just sucks in those beginning. I mean, you are going to bust a decent If you design. have a bad
1: table, you want more levels in the beginning, obviously, because it takes the luck factor out when, you know, because... Yeah. yeah, I, I just mean, wanted my table When you're deep-stacked. What? Your table? Yeah, <laughs> your,
2: what was your <laughs> table like? Tell them about your table. I... I I already have but it just was the most brutal table ever I couldn't wait to get to day two <laughs> it just is over it's so bad
0: we are like just don't spew and make day two and then you'll get a bunch of old guys how many chips you later. have
2: now? just 36
1: that's pretty good though
2: yeah I think I think maybe closer to 37 but I don't really care I'm um, just going to play tomorrow and whatever well Tuesday it's so long I'm so bored
1: yeah Like <laughs> you have to I'm, wait three days I don't understand why I do that I thought it was going to be one two three four but it's one three two four for days yeah two's. I guess
2: it's because days C and D are just so much larger than A and B oh so they want to split up the yeah, yeah so they combine because I think one year they didn't do it like that it was so and, big and like the field was like really close to being what should be in the money but the other field hadn't gone yet yeah So they, like, effed it up real bad, so that's why they do that, so this way. Uh, They also, I think they lower levels or something. You used to play, I think you only play four levels tomorrow for day two. I'm not sure. Maybe it's five levels? I
1: got, I think last year I got to 3.6 and I busted, so. And I got to 4.8, actually. So that's Mm -hmm. the third level of the day. Start at 2.55, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, you either play four or five levels, but they make sure that you're not, in the, you're not close to in the money because of that one year when they had, like, a scare right? about right. it. So that's the end of that. Also, funny you would mention about Dan playing fast because when we played at... Uh, he final tabled the AC Circuit event last year, the 5k, mm-hmm. and I was watching him play, and it would be, like, a spot where Witcher would, like, cold 4 bet and someone would 5 bet, and, like, you figure it's, like, such a big decision... And like as soon as it got to him, which it would just fold. Like, <laughs> like, like, like there wasn't even like like the guy as soon as the guy's like putting out a five bet, Witcher's like Oh, that's more than a min click at back five? Okay, I'm done. <laughs> it was just like the most ridiculous. People just wanna know what to do, with, they don't <laughs> know what to do with the snapfolds, you know? It's like, wait, what? It's like, like it's never a decision. Like if someone like three bet jammed on Witcher and Witcher had a hand where like he knew he was calling, he doesn't even like mull over to the decision. He's like, I knew I was gonna call, so I just call. Yeah. I just like I, what
1: I do is I think like four steps ahead of what people could do and possibly do, so I basically have decisions made, you know. But yeah, it's just so funny. Sometimes it works to your detriment. <laughs> you know, but it, just so it tells people, too.
2: They have no idea what to do with it. They're like, this... Because
1: they're like expecting a decision. Like, I'm going to get a read, maybe. like you know, If he's six balls, then I'm just like, snap-fold. It's yeah. like, like, oh, this- that sucks. Like, this
2: jerk just five-bet me and snap-folded to my six-bet jam. Yeah. I'm like, this is so confusing.
1: That tournament structure was the best I've ever played.
2: Yeah, you got unlucky in that. You should have won it. That was better
1: in the main, though. They had every level.
2: I busted day two in a stupid spot in that one. Shoving twos in a spot I never should
1: have. Oh, really? I don't even remember Yeah, against that. Seven Deluxe. The first hand of the main, I had Kings. I played like a 4K pot the first hand of the main. Wow. Yeah. It's against that crazy old guy who has like 90,000 chips now somehow. No,
2: <laughs> oh, he's probably, probably going to win it. Yeah.
1: Just to tilt you. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pierce was right next to me. So there's Ray Romano. They were close by. Paul Pierce has like 95K in chips. Yeah, it looks
2: like he's got a ton of chips. Yeah, it's all the chips. It would be of kind of. of cool if he does well.
1: For poker, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, it'd be,
2: be cool. I don't care about Ray Romano. He's, yeah,
0: and people have already seen him on TV and stuff, and it's kind of old news. But
2: yeah, I wish Gilbert Arenas played. Do you ever hear the story about Gilbert Arenas? No. He would play online poker during halftime of games. No way. Yeah, like oh, man. like
1: cash
3: games.
2: Yeah, just to like relax.
1: What cash games would he play?
2: I have no idea. Something on, like, Poker Store. His
1: name's, like, The Agent, obviously, or something. It, I think it is something, like, The <laughs> it's Agent. It's got to be. Like 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 agent, agent Zero? Zero. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he, You're like, wait, that's pretty obvious. Is that Gilbert? <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, they said, like, they told him to stop it, and he was like, no, I'm not going to stop. Like, it calms me down. So, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. better than shooting
0: people in the locker room, I <laughs> yeah. guess, over gambling <laughs> yeah. debts. You know, whatever gets you going at halftime, Gilbert. Some yeah. people
1: listen to music. Some people read. Some Bring people their guns, try to shoot play- yeah. their teammates. You know, I mean, yeah, we, we all have our niches in That's life.
2: Right. I mean, basketball players are huge into poker. Every trip they take, they play. Yeah,
1: there was that fight on that one plane last year. With the Memphis players over oh, poker. Yeah. Well, it's perfect because they're, debts.
0: they're 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 off. At, during the World Series, so they can actually come play. Like, it sucks
1: to be a baseball player if, you're, if you are oh. like poker. Yeah, a Paul Pierce of, has been here all summer, I heard. A lot
2: of them, two years ago, I played a... a I think it was 1020 with Antoine Walker and um, Chris Paul. Nice. Yeah, both of them. Did you feel
1: really short? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Paul Pierce is really tall, by the way.
2: Uh, Walker dusted off, like, Forty grand, forty-five grand in like twenty
1: minutes. No wonder he's broke. He just fell for I know He's like, like playing like, in Spain for like ten dollars a game. <laughs> yeah, no, I like.
2: There was one hand where I had aces and I like five bet him pre and he just called and the flop was seven high and we got it in and he like flips over a seven offsuit and I'm just like. Can't have eights there One time <laughs> Like What are you thinking Thank you <laughs> He would just He would just dust off Like he'd buy in It was 10.20 I think So I think everyone Was buying in for like 5k minimum or whatever But he was buying in for 10k And just dusted it off Jeez 40k And then like I remember his last When he like picked out His last amount of money It was like A couple hundreds, Some 20s and 10s And they're all counting it out And I'm like Yeah this is the end <laughs>
1: So what are you gonna do On day two of the main What's your strategy
2: It depends on my table drill Yeah if it's like a bunch of old nits, I'll loosen up. But it could be a bunch of old, really good players Yeah, Apparently then, you have
1: all you get all the good players at your tables.
2: I, I played a one K, uh I was telling I think I think people have heard about this. I had a one K with Gavin Smith, Mike Beasley, uh Dwight Pilgrim, D Peters, um Steve Sung, Ruthless, and someone else wow. at a one K table on like a Saturday. Dwight
1: Pilgrim is pretty fun to play with.
2: He's real fun to play with. You yeah. owned him in that oh, circuit yeah. event that yeah, one year. Yeah. I actually mentioned it to him, and he's like, "I remember that guy." <laughs> he said that? "I have to tell you, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Do you remember that five K circuit with that guy owned you?" And he was like, "He was like, oh yeah." I was like, "He like five bet me on the turn or something like that, or like he jammed on the turn and I had to fold." And I was like, "Yeah, that's my best friend." He's like, "Oh okay." <laughs> okay. He's like, "Oh okay."
1: He did not like me, dude. He's because he's after. For one on day one on the five k, we had Liv B, him, and a bunch of players at our table, and he's like, "I'm gonna teach you guys how to go to school," you know? And, like that's what he te- he'd tell people. That's what he tells people. He's like, "I'm gonna teach you guys. Like I'm gonna take you to school." And I wanted to know when I bust him, I just wanted to be like, "Yeah, well, I'm not paying much to go to your school, do I?" Hate you? Like, cause
2: when I played at his table after every hand, he'd be like, um, "Apparently, when when he had listened to Poker Road when he was on at the one time uh, we were sponsoring it at the time." Yeah. And so every single time I want a hand, he's like, and that hand was brought to you by tournament, poker, edge. And he just <laughs> he like said, said it every time. Every time I want a pod. <laughs> uh, I, like, I like three bet. No, I four bet jammed him. Um, I raised, he three bet, another guy four bet, and I five bet jammed two nines. Yeah. In the one cat. The guy, f- oh, no, no, no. I opened, he three bet, guy flatted. And then I four-bet jammed two nines. But they didn't know I had two nines. I forget what the anties were. But Dwight folded, and then the guy tank folded. And I showed a nine, and Dwight was like, what do you think I had? Like, you didn't think I was... Like, you thought I was late? And I was like, Dwight, I don't give a fuck what you had. And he was like, all right, that hand was brought to you by turning <laughs> over your edge. Did I tell
1: you about... I didn't say the and the main event, back-to-back set hands against this cash game player, which were actually pretty interesting. Uh, he speaking, of sorry, I like to randomly go off track, but he raises, I call fours in his hand, and the flop is, it's interesting because they're literally back to back. 10-8-9, uh, he checks, I see bet, he calls, turns a four. Um, He checks, I bet again, probably like 2,100 into 3,500 at that time, or roundabouts. So, pretty decent sized bet on a, you know, three card straight board, and uh, it's rainbow. Uh, So, he calls, River's a jack. He just leads 2K. And I just cry and call and he's ace queen. <laughs> so that was my image. I'm getting called. Check called twice with the you know gutter and ace high on that board. You know, whatever. So like I show team. fours and he's like, Wow, you had a set? He's like <laughs> I'm like, Yeah dude, whatever. <laughs> so then the next hand, he he raises, I three bet the bone with sixes. Uh because he's raising so much and I'm he I'm well, I am i am i do not think I'm tilting, I just get paid stacks if I flop a set. So he calls. Flop is six, ten king, two hearts. I have sixes. Or six, seven king, two hearts.
2: Two, three by pot.
1: He checks. I bet. He calls. Turn is a ten of hearts. At this point, I'm, like, tilted. I usually I'll bet that card a lot just because of my image, and I know he's never folding the heart. He's never folding, like, you know, if he has, like, anything with a heart, he's not folding. Um or any kind of king. Still, he's not folding. I can get value in the river, too. But I decided to check back, and the river's a nine, and he just leads 3K, and I'm just like, all right, whatever I call, he has ace-king. And I'm just sitting there, like, and he goes, I don't even know how to check-raise you on that flop, and I'm just (laughs) sitting there crying that I didn't get a whole stack there. (laughs) And so then we go on break, and I just call my buddy, John, and I'm just like, dude, I I just didn't stack this guy, and I'm just so sad right now, like, you know, after the last hand, how does he not check raise that, I'm like, tilt, I should be tilted, you know?
2: Yeah, it's brutal when you, like,
1: he has ace-king, like, really?
2: Yeah, it's brutal when you realize that you could have got value on More streets. parts, but, but like, was, usually you do play it, like, yeah. when, we've played enough where we usually play things optimally, like, how we yeah. should, like, we check back in spots we should, and, why I value that
1: super thin. That's the problem. It's like I have to. People never fold to me. They see, just don't like to fold.
2: You have to. And you're, it's so weird though because I'm known like by you. If I was value, if I was barreling you on three trees, like my image to you was pretty tight. Like you would almost never think I was bluffing. Yeah. But like the average live person is like he's just an internet kid.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. The image of the internet kid is such an advantage. I
2: always have to have it, even though I'm like tight as could be, like. Unless I'm playing against another... another People think
1: that if anyone's young and their best sizing is like 2.7 or 2.5x, right. that they're an internet kid and know what they're doing. It's pretty funny.
2: That's why I started wearing collared shirts when I play poker because I think... It Was that better? Me, it th- I think it makes me look like I could be like an accountant. Actually. I
1: always wear polos. That's all I wear. <laughs> I always wear
2: the collared shirts and I'm just like... I wore my
1: Carolina Gamecock shirt because we won the national championship in baseball. That didn't work out too well. Yeah, I, I sometimes
2: bring a calculator to the table, and I'm like, oh, you want me to do your taxes? Because I think that might help. Oh, I thought it
1: was because you can't calculate odds. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, yeah. math? What
0: is, there's math in poker? <laughs> no, there's not. Like, it's funny, because used to always say, I always have to have it now, because everybody thinks I'm bluffing, but now it's like 22-year-old kids who always have to have
1: it. Yeah, always. Yeah. If you don't have it now, then people will never believe you. So when you have it, you just have to bet so much bigger now. More than It's like... Value betting has gone from thin to like as far as bet sizing, like one third two, you know like one half pot. So you can bet like full pot now, almost against these guys. No almost looks more bluffing. You know? Yeah, you can even bet over pot now. It's like it doesn't even matter. They're just, they're gonna call one. They're gonna call a bet. It doesn't really matter what it is because they don't even look. Sometimes they're just like call.
0: Especially that's, live because it seems like you can bet much bigger because they don't really know how much is necessarily in the pot exactly.
1: Yeah, that's why get. I also like to like put in more chips. I like to put in rather than like a five K calling my bet. I'd rather put in like three 1ks a 500 a 100 and a 25 because then you know if you just declare your bet they can think about it but if you just put it in usually just like i call so it's like different it's like different bet sizing things that are interesting with live and there's just a lot of things like that too
2: sometimes i'll just bet 5k because it looks a lot less but it depends on what i think The dude the 5k chips
1: intimidating in the first day that orange that's true When you put the orange in, people know you mean business. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to get rid of the big denomination chips. Like no, they look so pretty. They
2: look so awesome. The orange do look awesome. I can't wait till I have like six stacks of
1: them. The gold ones look awesome when you get like super deep, the hundred k chips.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't know.
1: I don't
0: think I'll ever know. <laughs> Maybe if you get to 100K on day two, I and mean, you can just ask to get one
1: 100K chip. I yeah, just like, <laughs> can I just change this all for Like, we haven't changed the chips yet, sir. Yeah, like, the
2: World Series does a lot of that for a show, and it's real annoying. Like, people... I remember when I was a reporter for for Pocket was like, in 2007, I was a reporter for the World Series, I'd, like, look at stacks, and people would have, like, you know, ten stacks of yellow... Worth like 20k and blinds would be like monstrously bigger. I'm like, why do they do that? And they're like, oh, they want to portray the image of like people playing for millions of dollars right. on Dude, TV. Yeah, it looks great on TV. Yeah, it looks the great. more chips, the better. Yeah, it looks great when someone has like 50 stacks of chips, but in actuality, they have like 12 big blinds. Yeah. And anyway, then they do their bad <laughs> crazy. they have to like, yeah.
0: like shuffle them all together and like push out five stacks of. Yeah, chips. and then if there's like
2: a camera, like how do you even. You can't put your hands anywhere. It's just. I mean, I wouldn't know. I've never. I saw.
1: All I have ever had the. I always thought, like, a good idea for live poker, you know, because you want to just remember the hands. If you, there was, like, something that you had right there, like a tracking system, you know, like a, online po- like a live poker hand reviewer that you put your cards and they, like, log them. And later on, remember I was talking about that? Later oh, yeah. in the tournament, you could, like, get the hand history. Yeah, like, that you
2: know, would be awesome. They'd have to
1: change all the tables, though. It might be, like inter- be expensive, but Unless eventually like, with like the iPads and all this technology coming out, they'll eventually be able to do that, I think. Yeah,
2: what yeah. about like just, like just for your hands, but I guess then you wouldn't know all the action.
1: Yeah, that you'd have to know all the action, I guess, just the person that you're in the hand with, yeah. and they'd have to agree, everyone would have to consent to it. Right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they that. do online, I don't, you don't even have to consent to it, you just do.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would stop any type of collusion and whatnot. That'd be, they, they're going to
1: eventually have that, I think.
2: Yeah, but we won't make any money off of it. Someone else. Yeah, some somebody like, else. Some, some company like,
0: like Microsoft will.
1: They just hear this podcast. It's yeah. like, that's brilliant. Like,
0: somebody listen to this dollars. Yeah. Please
1: don't <laughs> steal my idea, podcast people. <laughs> well, now
0: we have documented
2: proof that it was your idea.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> We're all set. There's theft of, what is it, theft of idea or whatever. Yeah, so, yeah
2: just to let everyone know, this is Saturday, July 10th, 2011.
1: <laughs> and we are at Planet Hollywood. Hotel. We are at Planet <laughs> Hollywood.
2: It is 7 we have a witness.
1: His name's Michael Palmer.
2: So <laughs> it's seven fourteen PM, that's
0: Vegas nice. time. Cool. So one last uh, topic, I guess, before we wrap this up, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on online poker going forward. Not necessarily on any legal issues. Yes, yeah. that's too highfalutin for tournament poker edge, but uh, just what your your plans are for online poker for the next you know year or two until things get sorted out. Are, are you playing online now? Or are you going
1: to be soon? Not playing online, man. I. uh think I will basically get a job and just wait it out. And if maybe it comes back in a year or two, you know, I mean, I've played for the last five years online. That's all I've been doing for a living. Yeah. So I grinded from the lowest stakes possible. I think I started at like grinding $2 tournaments and, you know, like the dollar rebuy the, the max I could play was a three rebuy. So that was like four or five years ago. Um, so I started from that all the way to where I was now playing whatever I wanted. And, um, it's going to be a break now, so I'll play, I'll, I mean, I might go play a live tournament here or there if it's around me, um, but right now my focus is more on my life, and poker is such a, it's a different lifestyle, you know, you have to, I mean, I was dedicated when I did it, I loved it while I did it, I'm glad I did it for four years, you know, I wanted, I always wanted to get to the top, that was my dream, and I did it, but right now I'm going to probably get a job and just wait it out and see what happens, so, yeah. I think it'll come back. It'll definitely be legalized, but I just don't know how long. And I think like the days of backing and all those things are pretty much dead, and transferring money, the way we used to be able to do that, It's gonna like, be a different pretty game. much gone. It's gonna I mean, be completely different. And it, it comes back. When I was talking to this be guy better. from Spain yesterday at my table. He said they just passed a law where not only they can still play online, but they can only play against Spanish players now. Oh yeah, that, So he that was France, saying he know. was saying because they can't. They, they were saying they're, they're going to outlaw those sites. So. He's saying that action's going to be horrible, so everyone's going to lose action online, and eventually it's, something's going to have to happen where one site just takes over, base, or something's going to take over everything.
2: Yeah, I think in America it will be better because there's a lot more fish.
1: Like, yeah. There's a lot of people. He said like he our, misses the American people in the pond. That's what he told me <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, there are. I was are like, oh, you people. mean the, you miss the Brazilians? <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: that's not America, bro. Yeah, I was like, dude, that's a different country. <laughs> Uh, Witcher is Brazilian, so don't get yeah. upset. So don't get
1: upset, Brazilian. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a citizen of Brazilian Brazil. contingency. Don't <laughs> yeah. <that up. laughs> um, But
2: yeah, no, it would just be different. It would be interesting to see what actually happens.
0: Yeah. yeah. Did you consider even for a minute moving somewhere? No, never.
1: No. I mean, I, lo- I live in South Carolina. I love the South. A lot of my friends are there. Um, my family does live in Brazil, so I guess I could move there technically and play. Um, but there's just nothing I really wanted to ever do. I mean, online poker... You play. You can only play so much for so long. You know, you play four years. I used to grind with I don't know, if, Chris Hooney, Big Hooney, who is the biggest grinder in, like the history of the world. He is the and biggest. I like, grinder. I grinded with him for a year, and I was just burnt out. Like yeah. the kid grinds six days a week from literally registering from one p.m. till like one a.m. So it's it's not just you know most people register like one to seven or one to eight. He's like, I'm gonna play all like, till like five in the morning, like yeah, get yeah. four hours of sleep, and then do it again. I'm like, that sounds, like, <laughs> horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah one,
2: one point I'd, I'd want to make uh, before we end this is that Phil Helmuth, like, I remember him on Poker After Dark a few years ago. He's like, oh, we'll see where you're at in a few years, there. We'll see if you've done it for as long as I did. And it's like, it is something to be said for his longevity in the game, especially this year. Like, he's absolutely crushed it. Yeah. With
1: what are you do in the 50K? He got second. I haven't even paid attention. got second three yet. times.
2: Wait, what? Three different events. In the 50K? Yeah, you got second in the 50K. And all
0: non-no-limit events. Too, yeah. Which is pretty impressive. That you know, is really regardless impressive. Regardless of what you think of how Yeah, I know. I
1: don't think he's good, but people can... That's awesome for him.
2: Yeah, yeah, but um, he was saying that to Durr, and, like, the difference is most people don't play... They play poker as a means to something else. Like, yeah. You can only play it for so long. It's just not healthy. So, like, people move on. You see people move on. Like... Even someone, you know, like Howard Letterer, who we all hate, he, like, crushed WPTs and then he moved on to a, uh, owning a business. Like, people just use it as a means for something just because right. it's so tough mentally to play it for 20 years. Like, the beats hurt when you're not playing for a living. Like,
1: Ivy uses it to gamble, you know? right. <laughs> Basically is Yeah, Basically, it's what he does.
2: Yeah, I mean, beats hurt when you're not playing for a living, but especially when you are playing for a living, it's just... The worst. It's just hard to play It crushes you like that. Yeah. You know? It's a tough game to play. You gotta so reload you and recharge
1: on. sometimes, you know, and move on. I mean yeah. yeah. S. C.
2: Trojans was the best of the best and just stop playing. Just quit for yeah,
1: he still is and doesn't even play. Yeah, it plays hardly,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so, a lot of people yeah, you know, most of the people listening to this obviously play poker and understand it, but non poker playing people are always like, Man, it's so cool, you just get to sit at home and play poker. Yeah, how many friends say
1: that to you all the time? You know, yeah. like you just sit there all day and do nothing. Oh, yeah, it's like <laughs> you never get to go
0: out. Oh and you you never have been anywhere on a Sunday? Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah,
1: what is it?
0: There's a Sunday in
1: this? I, week? I was saying <laughs> that in the There's car. There's a Sunday in the calendar? What? In
2: the car I was saying this. I was like, it's so weird. Like, me and my fiancé now have an extra day together. It's so confusing.
1: I think I took maybe one or two Sundays off the entire time I played. It's like, that's like my religion was Sunday, you know?
2: Yeah, for sure. I, de- I'm, I didn't miss a Sunday for, I think, two years at one point.
0: Like,
1: how could you? This so It was so awesome. It'll no. never be like that ever again, I don't think. I
0: know. And then, and there's obviously tons of upside to
1: playing poker. Yeah, definitely. Too, but but it's You get to make not. your own hours. I mean, it, when you're running good and you're doing well and it's awesome, you know what I mean? It really is. Yeah, and you, you get run. to meet a lot of people, you get to travel. I've been to Costa Rica, I've been to
2: Vacation, Vegas, I've been, I've been to
1: Atlantic City a bunch of times. You know, I've been everywhere. I've traveled the world playing poker. So, and you meet some good I've made some good friends in it too. So, I definitely would not give back what I've done at all. But sometimes you just got to you play five years in a row for a living on poker. Sometimes you're just all other stuff to do right now, especially yeah. with online poker going.
2: Met yeah. some good friends, made some enemies. <laughs> F- made U- many enemies, actually. F, F- but, you,
1: Sorrel. Yeah, Sorrel, you can die. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> in the words of Dwight Pilgrim, this comment was brought to you <laughs> by Torian <laughs> Poker <laughs> Cool. Well, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Thanks, Dan, for joining us. No problem. Thanks, Thanks, guys. For uh, joining us again. I am. I'm a trooper. (laughs) And we will be back with another episode very soon. So thanks for tuning in to Tournament Poker Edge Live. Good luck, guys.
3: Welcome. One loving criminal, criminal. I <laughs> dream, <I laughs> to you <laughs> Even in a dream, You know what I mean, I mean. smart <laughs> 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 <more like> <laughs> your and I got some flavor I always with you and I got some Stick the fun of Stick the fun of Stick the fun of Stick the fun of criminal. Get out and stay out!